You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is our number two of The Rob Carson Show, and we have Buku on the plate. That means a lot in Francais. That's one of the only things I learned with my French degree in college. It's the only time I've used it. I had a double major. I tested out at half of it because I spoke French in high school. Like you care. Anyway, Buku. <laughs> Buku on the plate here. Uh, we're going to get into a, a deep dive on the censorship our government did to us. And you will recall, if you've been listening to the show long, I caught this on pretty early. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why can't I have an opinion for the first time in my life? Why can I not have an opinion on COVID? Why can't I have an opinion on the election? Why can't I have an opinion on Russia collusion? Why can't I have an opinion on all these? Why is it verboten? And then I realized if the, if the deep state... Uh, if the uh, the big social media and uh, the mainstream media all say what you believe is misinformation or disinformation, it means they know you know the truth. And I was right. Every, exactly what I thought. Exactly what I thought. I said the only way that all of this censorship could be taken, could take place, and where everything is censored uniformly is if the government is involved. Oh, duh. I mean, duh. It just makes sense, right? So we're going to get into that uh, very shortly. By the way, Newsmax Plus, if you haven't become a member of Newsmax Plus, and and listen, a lot of uh, content providers like Newsmax and Fox and others are providing online content. And a lot of the times, uh, of course, it's for the revenue generation, but it's also because literally advertisers are being pummeled by left-wing groups not to advertise with conservative media. Why don't you see General Motors being advertised on Newsmax? Because somebody's screaming at General Motors, if you do that, we're going to shut you down. That's the way it is. It's not because people who lit, watch Newsmax don't drive GM cars. It's not that people don't, you know, who watch Newsmax don't, you know, use Tide laundry detergent. But uh, P&G, Procter & Gamble, isn't going to advertise on Newsmax because there are a bunch of left-wing news organizations saying, we're going to shut you down. So... We come up with streaming content, and we give you a lot for your, what, five bucks a month? I mean, it, it, this is cheap, all right? So what you do is you go on the NewsmaxPlus.com. It's NewsmaxPlus.com. You get streaming, video, great uh, analysis from people like Mike Huckabee, Victor Davis Hanson, my favorite, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake. Nobody covers President Trump like we do. Plus, uh, you're going to see all of our anchors, all of the archives of the shows, including Rob Carson's What in the World? which I just finished uh, taping. We're editing it, and it is so funny this weekend. It's ridiculously funny. So just uh, take it for a test drive, Newsmax Plus. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com, spell out plus. Sign up for a, re- a free trial. It takes just minutes, just minutes to do. Over on Fox tonight, I don't know if you knew about this, but for some reason they decided it was important to have a debate between Ron DeSantis, who's now between uh, th- second and fourth place in the GOP running, behind Donald Trump by at least 47 points in all polls, generally, and, uh, and Gavin Newsom, who's not even running for president, which makes me say, Fox News wants to see this matchup and will do anything they can to get it. But it's not going to happen. No. Here's Jim Gossett. Run and Newsom, run and Newsom. No one really cares about this twosome. On Fox, they'll be debating. And on 
the Donald L.B. Hayton. Try, try, try to understand it. They don't have a prayer. No, no, nobody will watch cause Trump. He isn't there. Oh, yeah, there's that. Ron and Gavin. Ron and Gavin. A meaningless debate those two are having. They can't get elected. But on Fox News, Rhino Fox News, on Fox News, they'll be protected. Why? Why, why are they doing it? Why does Fox do this? What, what is it? Do you think there's going to be a draw? Uh, I don't see this getting better ratings than the last GOP debate. I mean, honestly, what the, what, what's the point? Who cares? Who cares? You got a guy who screwed up the, the economy of California. I guess is it a debate between uh, the uh, uh, Democrat leadership versus Republican leadership of states? Is that, is that what it is? That should be pretty easy to settle. Gavin Newsom's driving California into the pits of hell, and everybody's moving to Florida. What do you need to know? So you can watch it if you want to. Otherwise, I just stream uh, Newsmax. I'd watch Newsmax tonight. Rob Schmidt's awesome. Eric Bowling's awesome. Chris Salcedo's awesome. Chris Plant's awesome. You know, Donald Trump uh, trouncing uh, President Biden uh, head-to-head match, uh, matchup. Uh, McLaugh- McLaughlin and Associates. The question asked: uh, Now, if the 2024 presidential election were held today, which of the following best describes how you would vote the general election for President Trump uh, or Joe Biden? Trump leads Biden in a head-to-head matchup by six points, 49 to, uh, to uh, 49, well, six points to 43, right? Yeah, 43. Trump's 49%, 37% said they would definitely support him, and Biden's uh, four, and uh, Biden, 43%, 31% said they would definitely support him, and another 9% across the board remain undecided because they're stupid. Trump sues, uh, sees slightly more support among Republicans than Biden. So among Republicans, 88%. Support Donald Trump. Yeah, let's have that other Republican debate. Versus 83%, but Trump holds a clear advantage among independents, leading 47 to uh, 41. So uh, the, uh, the survey comes as Trump calls on Biden to take a cognitive test, much like he did. And um, there's no word on that. And also, the Biden campaign is silent as Trump is saying, hey, man, winner of the debates. Let's have a debate. Let's have a debate. Uh, Obviously, until the Republican Party uh, selects its nominee, there won't be one. But they are saying nothing. And I don't know how Joe Biden makes it through a debate because he's a brain is a broke, as my friend Chris Plant likes to say. (laughs) So there's that. Um, I want to get into this. And it's going to it's going to take a little bit of doing. and I think you will find it to be very worth the uh, the wait. One of the the worst things I have ever seen in my life is what the federal government did to censor free speech the last few years, including any debate about the 2020 election, any debate about Russia collusion. They had already said that Donald Trump colluded with Russia that ended up being a massive lie covered up by everybody from the FBI, DOJ, uh, to, to uh, Barack Obama. Covered it up, covered it up, covered it up. Hunter Biden's laptop. FBI knew about it 2018, did nothing about it. We have a corrupt group of people in charge of our country who are trying to protect themselves at all costs. And if that means putting you in jail and shutting down your right to freedom of expression, they will do it. And they have done it in a worse way than you could ever, 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 ever imagine. 
It is ridiculous. And then, yesterday, in case you didn't hear, Special Counsel Jack Smith uh, has issued a warrant sent to X, formerly known as Twitter, requesting a massive swath of information about the account of former President Donald Trump, as well as information on millions of accounts that interacted with it. This is a massive Soviet-style dragnet. There is no doubt about this at all. This is one of the most dangerous things I've ever heard, and this SOB needs to go to jail for it. The heavily redacted search warrant lists uh, requests of all users who liked or retweeted posts from Trump between October 2020 and January 2020, including all associated logs and metadata. Donald Trump had 83 million followers when Twitter pulled him because the government told him to. Mm-hmm. That's why it happened. Uh, X, uh, this extraordinary expansive request would result in data on millions of American users being turned over to the DOJ. We already know that the FBI is drumming out Trump supporters from their ranks. We already know that the FBI is complicit in supporting Joe Biden and covering up his illegality and going after Donald Trump. We know all this is true. X uh, and Twitter initially delayed complying with the request per the New York Post, resulting in a $350,000 fine levied against the company. The warrant also requests all IP addresses associated with Trump's account and a list of all devices used to log in. This means any staffer or aide who logged into the account would have the information divulged to the special prosecutor. All information on Trump's Connect and Notification tabs requested, as well as all search history, blocks, mutes, and even drafted tweets. And we know this. UK and UK, UK and U.S. military contractors created sweeping plan for global censorship in 2018. New documents show whistleblower makes trove of new documents available to public and racket showing the birth of the censorship industrial complex in reaction to Brexit and Trump election 2016. 2018 was the year that 29 conservative sites that I was on on Facebook with 19 million followers completely disappeared on October 31st. 2018 with 800 plus other conservative sites that was the beginning and it only got worse this is michael schellenberger he is a liberal this is his testimony before congress about the global disinformation cabal i regret to inform the subcommittee today that the scope power and lawbreaking of the censorship industrial complex are even worse than we had realized back in march Two days ago, my colleagues and I published the first batch of internal files from the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, which show U.S. and U.K. military contractors wow. working in 2019 and 2020 to both censor and turn sophisticated psychological operations and disinformation tactics wow. developed abroad against the American people. But the First Amendment prohibits the government from abridging freedom of speech the Supreme Court has ruled that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons to accomplish what is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish. Yeah. And there's now a large body of evidence proving that the government did precisely that. Our government did exactly what the former Soviet Union did to its residents.
They were much less sophisticated. They need things like blackout your mail. They would open all of your mail coming into East Germany, leaving East Germany, black it out. They, of course, owned the media, just like the American media. The mainstream media in the pants of the Democrat Party. There's no doubt about it. They are inseparable. ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, PBS, NPR, PBR, all of them, <laughs> all of them in the pants of the federal government and the Democrat side. And, and they had a chance. They had the First Amendment. They bedded down with Soviet-era politics to shut down what is the greatest amendment, the ba- greatest piece of legislation in world history. Just the First Amendment. <laughs> Just the First Amendment. The greatest piece of legislation in world history that propelled the United States to become the most powerful engine of economic and individual freedom forever, in forever. In forever. It did. It did. It changed the world. Uh, London existed for a thousand years before the United States. They were still pooping in the streets and didn't have indoor plumbing, uh, you know, 250 years ago. We changed all of that. Uh, here's a little bit more from, uh, from Michael Schellenberger about uh, some of the universities who were involved in suiting Stanford University, which needs to be defunded. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Information Security Agency, CISA, has been at the center, been the center of gravity for much of the censorship, with the National Science Foundation financing the development of censorship and disinformation tools and other federal government agencies playing a supportive role. Emails from CISA's NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership, yes. EIP, in 2020. Now, that would mean you can't say anything if you thought maybe there was some people messing with the election. Which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory and other U.S. government contractors. Yeah. EIP and its successor, the Virality Project, oh, urged yes. Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts by ordinary citizens and elected officials alike. Unreal. EIP reported that they had a 75% response rate from the platforms and that 35% of the URLs that they reported were either removed, labeled, um, or throttled, or soft-blocked. There you go. So if you were taken off of YouTube, if you were taken off of Facebook or Twitter, uh, Instagram, anything, because of your conservative opinion about anything, the government was behind it. There you go. People are going to have to go to jail for this. I've got more on this. Mike, you hold on. You'll be next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. Let's go to Mike in Nottingham, who's been holding. Hello there, Mike. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hi, Rob. I was wondering if I can circle back to the Gavin Newsom Boots DeSantis uh, debate tonight. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I am speculating that uh, the reason for the debate, uh, the people behind it are two, not one, but two conservative rats that are tied heavily to Fox and that are bosom buddies. Uh, they're putting their fingers on the scale for Ron DeSantis. They'd like to see Ron DeSantis be the Republican nominee rather than Donald Trump. And yeah. the two conservative rats, I believe, are Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. Really? I was thinking yeah. Carl Rove. I was thinking Carl Rove would be in there. I I feel I feel heavily for uh, Sean Sean Hannity and uh, Mark Levin. They both like Ron DeSantis 
and they're okay. putting their thumb on the scale for Ron DeSantis over uh, uh, Donald Trump, and uh, I will not be watching the debate tonight. Well, I don't. I don't know if if Hannity and uh, Levin would that would hold that sway, uh, considering what they did to Tucker Carlson. So I'm thinking it, it's it's outside of them. I, I think it's uh, the uh, the son of Rupert Murdoch and others, and I think Rove certainly is part of it. Also, don't forget Paul Ryan is on the board of directors. So I think there's a lot of that going on, Mike, but I do appreciate your comment. There is clearly some reason, and, and it is, and I said this when they announced it. I said this because uh, this is Fox's set a dream ticket. We'll call it the wet dream ticket. Because <laughs> of Gavin's hair, it always looks wet. What are you talking about? What the hell are you talking about? That's what I think. It's, it's kind of funny. So I had mentioned this, uh, uh, and this is gigantic. Explosive report. U.S. and U.K. military contractors launched an initial censorship group that later morphed into the censorship industrial complex after the 2016 election. They didn't want to have it happen again. They didn't want 2016 to happen again. Whistleblowers have come forward, and they have said that the Twitter files and Facebook files, uh, they describe the activities of an anti-disinformation group called the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, or CTIL, that be officially be began as a volunteer project of data scientists, uh, defense and intelligence veterans, uh, but whose tactics over the time appeared to have been absorbed into multiple official projects, including the DHS. By the way, Alejandro Mayorkas needs to be removed from office arrested, perp-walked, and thrown in jail the rest of his bloody, stinking, miserable life. He is a traitor to the country. Uh, when you open up the border like this and engage in this kind of censorship, you are a treasonous, recious, uh, uh, treacherous uh, person who needs to go to jail. So uh, combined, they offer a, a comprehensive picture of the birth of the anti-disinformation sector, uh, everything from the genesis of a modern digital censorship programs to the role of the military, intelligence agencies, partnerships, civil society organizations, commercial media, and the use of the sock puppet accounts of uh, and other offensive techniques. This all started... The, uh, the whistleblower, uh, a former British intelligence analyst, was in the room at the White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter-disinformation project to stop 2016 from happening again. Censorship Industrial Complex, a network of over 100 government agencies and neo non-governmental organizations that work together to urge censorship by social media and spread propaganda about disfavored individuals, topics, and Narratives. This is why I have never been able to make a damn dime on YouTube, on Facebook. I've never been able to boost any of my posts. They've never given conservatives the same opportunity they have people of other, of, of other political ilk on any of those platforms. They have discriminated at the order and the command of the federal government. That's just the way it is. That's just the bloody way it is. This is Michael Schellenberg to show you the profundity of this abuse of power by our federal government. Ridiculous. In 2020, the Department of Homeland Security's CISA violated the First Amendment and interfered in the election, while in 2021, CISA and the White House violated the First Amendment and undermined America's response to the COVID pandemic by demanding that Facebook and Twitter censor content that Facebook said that Facebook itself said was quote unquote often true. Now we've got more on this coming up because it is a deep dive. 
This is profound and massive for a country based on the First Amendment and backed up with the Second. Dan, you hold on. You'll be next. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. A little Van Halen from Fair Warning. Uh, those of you Gen Zers who want to hear real rock and roll, you might want to check them out because uh, Van Halen was the deal. Was the deal. Oh, I just went out. The Amazon wagon just pulled up outside and uh, brought me my, hol- my menorah. I bought a, uh, a, an electronic menorah here in the office. I'm going to put it in a window because I support my brothers and sisters in Israel and uh, condemn Hamas. So I uh, got that. I am going to uh, learn exactly the days I need to turn it on and all that stuff and which one. And, and I, I've got details on that I'm going to be doing, but I did get my uh, menorah. I was talking about the, uh, the DHS and what a criminal institution it is. It is the Stasi. It is the Stasi. It is. It is every bit as bad as any secret police that, um, and the FBI is involved, the DOJ is involved. It's as bad as any secret police that any uh, third world hellhole has ever dreamed of. And it, it morphed into that. It did. We live in it now. All right. Emails from CISA NGO and social media partners show that CISA created the Election Integrity Partnership in 2020, which involved the Stanford Internet Observatory, the uh, the Virality Project, and it urged Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms to censor social media posts by ordinary citizens, elected officials, and other. A new trove of documents include strategy documents, training videos, presentations, internal messages reveal that in 2019, UK and U.S. military and intelligence contractors led by the former UK defense researcher Sarah Jane Turp developed the sweeping censorship network. These contractors co-led CTIL, which partnered with CISA in the spring of 2020. In truth, the building of the censorship industrial complex began even earlier in 2018. The CTIL framework and public-private model are the seeds of what both the U.S. and U.K. would put into place in 2020 and 2021, a heavy focus on stopping disfavored narratives, not wrong facts, and pressuring social media platforms to take down information or take actions to prevent content from going viral, even comedy. They shut you down. This is unforgivable to me. This, this involves life in prison or worse. 
I ain't screwing around on this. You cannot tread on the First Amendment rights of the American citizens. And you should have known this. They told you you couldn't go to church, and you said, okay, I won't go to church. In the spring of 2020, CTIL began tracking and reporting disfavored content on social media, such as anti-lockdown narratives like all jobs are essential, we won't stay home, open America now. CTIL created a law enforcement channel for reporting content as part of these efforts, uh, posting anti-lockdowns like Free California and kept a spreadsheet with details from their Twitter bios. The group also discussed requesting takedowns and reporting website domains to registers. CTIL approach to disinformation went beyond censorship. The documents show that the group engaged in a Offensive operations to influence public opinion about elections and stuff. Yeah. Discussing ways to promote counter-messaging. I don't know, maybe if you wanted to say that January 6th was an insurrection, even though the FBI said it wasn't. Dilute disfavored messaging, create sock puppet accounts, and infiltrate private-only, invite-only groups. That is your Stasi government. Sickening. Here's a little bit more from Michael Schellenberg. about vaccine side effects. All of this is profoundly un-American. One's commitment to free speech means nothing if it does not extend to your political enemies. I would also encourage Congress to abolish CISA in DHS. 1,000%. It's very easy to see the line in CISA. They say they're covering physical security, cybersecurity, but they added a third one, cognitive security, which is basically attempting to control the information environment and how people think about the world, including the stories that they tell. Every damn thing. And you know who fell for it? Who fell for it hook, line, and sinker? Who said, go ahead, get on the train car there, conservatives. Joe Scarborough, MSNBC, everybody in the mainstream media. They were completely fine with towing the government line on everything unquestionably. Every news agency, every paper, every network just ripped and read for the Biden administration and Democrats. That's why they all need to go out of business. They all need to go out of business. They have abused the privilege, the sacred privilege of being journalists to toe a party line even though they didn't have to. They went along slavishly. Journalists have died in places like Cuba and North Korea and the Soviet Union and China for trying to tell the truth, and we went along with it. This is profoundly upsetting to me because there are people who die in shark-infested waters to get here because they can't express themselves in places like Cuba. And yet our mainstream media, everybody from, you know, Dana Bash, I can go on and on, Joe Scarborough, uh, everybody, Joy Reid, they ripped and read and said, uh, yes, dear leader, we will carry your water without even questioning it. This should go down in the annals of world history as a shameful event, a shameful affront to thought in what should have been the freest country in America or in the world. Let's go to Rich and Joppa. Hello there, Rich. Welcome to the Rob Carson show. Go right ahead. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. You know, this is this is so it's it so upsets me because you know everything you learned about the media and how it's supposed to act. Like I do these little things on Facebook called Rich's Rant. I have five thousand Facebook followers. It's not a big deal. I'm not famous. I don't you know and and 
one time I posted a picture of uh, of um, Hunter in his underwear, and they suspended me for a day. But ever yeah. since then, my rants used to get 200 to 300 responses. Now I'm lucky if I get 5 or 10. Oh, yeah, Rich, my Facebook page is dead. I mean, I don't even try anymore. They took my Facebook page, my official show page. They got rid of it. They went black on the, the day after the election in 2020. And I hadn't even made a post. Then it reappeared earlier this year, and I made one post, and they took, they de-platformed it, and they got rid of it altogether. It's so, not, it's not, they have a way of tempering it, too, to make sure your, do. your word doesn't get out. Of course they do. Of course they do. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, bro. I appreciate it. This is um, uh, Josh Hawley. He talked to this uh, director of CISA. His last name's Brior, and he looks like a moron. He's got a mullet. He's got a mullet. Guys, he's got a, well, nothing against you. If you want to wear a mullet, that's cool. But, I mean, this is a mega mullet. This is like uh, one that would, uh, remember the movie Slapshot? Remember the two brothers? It would make them, uh, be, Billy Ray Cyrus in 1992 would put him to shame, this moron. And anyway, Josh, uh, Josh Holly decided to uh, uh, ask this, uh, this jackweed at uh, Sitha about it. You would say that this is not, this sort of activity, the violation of the First Amendment, is not what Sissa ought to be doing. Is that fair to say? I'm saying I don't have knowledge. Okay. Ah, there we go. He's not going to answer the question. Well, he's in charge of it, but he says he didn't have any knowledge. Here's, I guess, my point to you, Director Prior. I appreciate the work that you do in your long service uh, record of service to this country. I, I just think it's important that we send this body, sends the message to every agency that was involved in this. It is a serious thing to oh, yeah. violate the First Amendment of the United States. People need to go to jail. It is a very serious thing. Or worse. There is nothing more foundational to our democracy than the freedom of speech. What? what? And what these courts found is the federal government systematically, not accidentally, not oops, we went too far, systematically over a period of months and years set out to violate the First Amendment speech of ordinary Americans, including those in my home state of Missouri. And this is all on the record. In fact, my state brought the suit. Brought the suit. So that's a pretty big deal. And I'm pretty upset about it. You're not the first person I've asked about it, and I promise you, you won't be the last. But I just want to send the message, and maybe you can take this message back to your agency, that this is not acceptable behavior, not by a long shot. If the federal government can tell people and can use the most powerful corporations in the world, Google, in the world, Twitter, to shut down speech it doesn't like, YouTube, on a variety of topics, Instagram, elections, COVID, TikTok. school boards, the Hunter Biden laptop store. I mean, pick it. There is so much censorship that this these courts have found. We've got a serious problem that goes oh, yeah. right to the heart of our democracy. Yeah, yeah. Both, uh, that's a serious issue for oh, me. Oh, it's gigantic. People need to go to jail. Both public records and the whistleblower's documents suggest that uh, uh, in 2020, Chris Krebs, then director of CISA, announced on Twitter and in multiple articles that CISA was partnering with CTIL. The documents also show uh, th uh, through a group called Misinfo Sec Working Group, which included uh, uh, censorship influence and anti-disinformation strategy called adversarial misinformation and influence tactics and techniques. Amit. These people are evil, man. Wow.
The ambitions of the 2020 pioneers of the censorship industrial complex went far beyond simply using Twitter to slap a warning label on tweets or to put individuals on blacklists. The AMIT network calls for discrediting individuals as a necessary prerequisite of demanding censorship against them. It calls for training influencers to spread messages, and it calls for trying to get banks to cut off financial services to individuals who organize rallies or events. That's China. Here is uh, Josh Hawley with a brilliant breakdown of what oh, the government violated, of what the government did to uh, you and me. Let's cue that up again. Here, this is. is from the court's opinion. CISA, working in close connection with the FBI, held regular industry meetings with the platforms—that's the social media platforms—concerning their moderation policies, pushing them to adopt CISA's proposed practices for addressing misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation. Yeah, which is nonsense. CISA also engaged in switchboarding operations, meaning that CISA officials acted as intermediaries for third parties by forwarding flag content from them to the platforms. Yeah. Like the CDC did for COVID-related oh, yeah, claims, they did that. CISA told the platforms whether certain election-related claims were true or false. Yeah. The court goes on. Weird. CISA violated the First Amendment. CISA was the primary facilitator of the FBI's interaction with the social media platforms and worked in close coordination with the FBI to push the platforms to change their policies. CISA also used its frequent interactions with social media. Oh, also, I might mention that the chief uh, counsel um, from for the FBI while Hillary Clinton was working with the FBI to pay for the dossier to establish a, a connection between Russian interference and Donald Trump. That was a lie. That chief counsel, where did he go? Just in time for the 2020 election. To Twitter. Yeah, you went to Twitter. Yeah, Here's uh, Josh Hawley saying what's happened to us. We've been Hong Kong fooied. This is the most unbelievable, incredible abuse Hong of the Kong. First Amendment. Hong Kong fooied. It'll make sense. In our Constitution that we have ever seen in American history. And that's no small thing, no. you know, because we've had some serious abuses in the past. But look at what this administration is doing. The special counsel who's totally and completely out of control. He's obviously doing the bidding of Joe Biden. He's talking about the uh, Judge Smith who wants all of the information of people who even liked something that uh, Donald Trump said on Twitter. That man is a Marxist. I mean, he is going after individual citizens here. Let's be clear about this. He is trying to get the records of Twitter users who just liked a tweet by Donald Trump wow. or who retweeted a Donald Trump post. I mean, this is unbelievable stuff. And I have to tell you, it reminds me of what happened in Hong Kong with the Chinese Communist Party. Did Hong Kong fooey. There, you know, I had the privilege of being. Now it makes sense. Being in Hong Kong on the streets with the protesters when China was in the middle of their brutal crackdown. And do you know what they did? What did they do? They turned Hong Kong into a police state. Huh. They turned every CCTV camera all over that. And they did that in Washington, D.C. for a year after January the 6th. City on the protesters. They followed them on their social media. They tracked them on their phones. When you look at what Jack Smith is doing here, it looks like the same exact thing. Uh -huh. Here is uh, Josh Hawley talking about how the federal government made half of the country the enemy of the state. Communist China tactics used against the American people, all in service of going after this president's political opponents. And Laura, there's a pattern here, too. I mean, we now have courts have said, federal courts, have said that this administration has deliberately violated the First Amendment 
by coercing and working with social media companies. This is the president deliberately and directly ordering his White House yep. to go to Twitter, to go. This alone is impeachable. Go to Facebook, to go to Instagram, and to pressure them to censor speech they don't like, to take down posts about school board meetings, yeah. about yeah. COVID, yeah. Uh, about uh, election issues, about the Hunter Biden laptop, about uh, transgenderism and what a sham it is, and all the children being. And on and on, guys, everything that you knew in your heart was right, they said was wrong, even though it was right. Here's one more cut from the great Josh Hawley. There's no accountability, and you're absolutely right. I mean, this ought to be the number one issue. Laura, this is, this is what, how a police state behaves. I cannot emphasize this enough. I mean, this is the abuse of government power deliberately against anybody, anybody, who disagrees with them, anybody who offers a political viewpoint they don't like, they have you censored, they have you tracked, they have you followed. This is absolutely outrageous. And the answer to this is people need to start getting impeached for this stuff. Yes. Alejandro Mayorkas, he needs to be impeached, the Homeland Security Director. There you go. Christopher Wray at the FBI. His FBI violated the First Amendment. There need to be consequences. But what we're seeing right now is, is as you say, it is silence. No. And there's yeah. nothing that's a bigger threat to democracy than this. Yeah, and it's going to come down hard on it. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I hope you don't mind me doing the deep dive on what our government did to us, all of us, because this is the uh, most important story in the world. And... Uh, I was uh, impacted by it greatly. Hell, even my T-shirt and swag line, I had these funny T-shirts online. I still sell them, but they censored me. I had one. It was the Chinese flag, and it just said the two words, Chuck and Fina. You know, it's not profane. Uh, you know what it means. It's like, uh, 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 let's go Brandon, right? They removed it. They removed a Hillary and 20 never, a T-shirt that had a flag that said Hillary and 20 never. They took it down. So there were corporations working to shut down speech because they said, oh, that's got to be disinformation and misinformation. That's what they did. That's what they did to us. Let's go to Dan in Emmitsburg. He's been holding for a while. Got something to say about what's happening on Fox tonight. Hey, Dan, what's up, man? Sorry for the wait. Go ahead. You're okay, Rob. You know, I almost forgot what I was going to call about. No, I'm just kidding. Um, hey, <laughs> well, first of all, happy, happy Christmas season. I totally agree with you. We should spread joy. And the other thing I want to do is, you know, as a Christian, we should start taking back the rainbow, because as you know, it's God's weapon. And I think it's something we should remove from the LGBT plus XYZ community. Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's a lot more powerful in our hands than it is in theirs. But um, the main reason for the call was the whole Fox debate, but all your talk about the <laughs> what's been going on online... Um, People complain. I'm, I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm 33 years old, and people complain that Stephen Crowder was responsible for the demonetization on YouTube and all of the problems that people have been having, conservatives have been having. But that's bunk. It's YouTube that did it. Um, of course. I, I, I think that there's 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 a huge amount of political power that has been centralized in California and DC and New York that fights against free speech. And people actually using their rights in America. With all that being said, um, I, I don't know how the caller who previously said that Levin and Hannity are responsible for 
this debate, I, that, 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 that's insanity to me. I'm a Rush baby. I grew up on Rush. I used to call uh, Rush was the comedian, Hannity was the diplomat, and Levin was the attack dog. They were, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a trifecta of, of awesome uh, content. And to, to, to think back to 2016, Hannity and Levin, Levin was opposed to Trump from the get-go because okay. of who Trump is. But as, yeah. soon as, as soon as his policies started making things happen, he was like, nope, never mind, on board. Hannity, yeah. as, soon as, he was, as soon as he was selected, was right on board, too. So to think that they're now going to throw in their, 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 throw their hat in the ring for Ron DeSantis, who lied to the people of Florida and said he would not run for president, he would be the governor for his entire term, to think that they're the ones responsible, no, it's, it's, the, it's the, the oligarchs at Fox. The yeah, you're right. MSNBC and Fox News are the same thing, spouting different sides at this point. All right, Dan, I got to run. I do appreciate that. You're right. It's Paul Ryan, it's Carl Rove, and the other others in charge at Fox. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show. And this, my friend, is our number three of the Rob Carson Show as we broadcast from... My home in the heartland of America, Taylor Swift's new home, formerly known as Kansas City. I'm here as uh, a moving truck was seen at Travis Kelsey's Kansas City mansion as uh, Taylor Swift prepares to settle in at his $6 million love nest. I bet he didn't even know it was a love nest when he moved in there. I was like, probably look at the MLS, six million dollars. You don't got some bedrooms. You don't got a stripper pole in the master bedroom. Except with NFL players, a lot. Not a love nest, but yeah, she a moving truck. <laughs> I wonder which moving company they moved, they used. <laughs> she uh, she apparently moved some stuff into his uh, his place, and presumably. Because uh, it's a new relationship, and they're both in their 30s and all that, uh, she immediately went through the house and told him all the stuff that uh, probably would have to go. So uh, expect a very large garage sale in a couple of weeks. Uh, Taylor will be throwing a garage sale for the, all the stuff that uh, he has that are completely tacky and awful because, you know, he's a 30-something-year-old guy, single. Probably the wagon wheel M tables, maybe, uh, you know, some old... Uh, uh, the, the stripper pole, you know, that sort of stuff. And uh, so I would, if I were you, look for uh, Facebook Marketplace and see if uh, Kelsey's got some stuff on there because it's going to go. She's going to get rid of all of it. I'm just going to tell you. I speak from experience. Also, a street preacher dressed as the Grinch with a sign, Santa is fake, disrupted morning drop-offs at a Texas elementary school. And an incensed father went out and gave him a little what fur and took the sign down and said, get your bleep bleep out of here. David Grisham is 63. He was uh, protesting outside the Sleepy Hollow Elementary School. This, this is where you, you become stupid with your faith. It's like that, you know those idiots, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church, who's, God hates gays, you know, all that. This is an idiot who, you know, yeah, we get it, we get it. You know, we need to focus more on the reason for the holiday and all that, but you don't need to go out in front of an elementary school wearing a Grinch suit saying Santa is fake. I'd be a little bit more concerned about what's being taught in the school. Like, your daughter can change her gender. How about that? Or, or you know, that white people are evil and uh, white kids are, are privileged. How about that? Ugh. Just irritating. Honestly, gee, you, you give Christianity a bad name and you do stupid stuff like that. <sighs> oh, this is bad news for Hamas. Germany has announced it's going to be freezing funds to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency called UNRWA. 
Shouldn't it spell something when you do an acronym? Unrewa. Unrewa. Like, like I said that Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein, well, she's no longer with us, but Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, uh, they should be, um, uh, 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 what's, what's the word I'm trying to remember here? Hold on, grandmothers. Um, happy American Grandmas. Now, that is an acronym. It's HAGS, Happy American Grandma. Nancy Pelosi, we right up there. With uh, Maxine Waters and some other people that I would include. Oh, Liz Cheney, she's a happy American grandma. So that, that makes sense, right? They're hags. So anyway, <clears throat> UNRWA, uh, Berlin has contributed a billion dollars to UNRWA in the last five years, making it the single largest donor to the agency, which has come under renewed scrutiny since Israel-Halas war began for its record of failing to prevent foreign aid falling into the terrorist groups, hands, which is what they do. UNRWA is not making a contribution to a peaceful solution. Max Lux of the Green Party said not a single cent from Germany should reach teachers who glorify Hamas. And that's what I said. But still, Joe Biden wanted to give them $100 million like within a week after Hamas went in and murdered 1,400 plus Israelis and took hundreds hostage. Yeah. This is uh, this is crazy. There's uh, one of the members of UNRWA after uh, UNRWA after October the seventh says Allah is great. Allah is great. Reality uh, surpasses our wildest dreams. This is Osama Ahmed, an UNRWA teacher in Gaza. Yeah, see what I mean? They're inextricable. The report documents serious senior uh, ranking officials, members in the organization, gloating about October the 7th. Uh, Rawia Hellas, the director of UNRWA, uh, he, he said, called one of the terrorists a, a hero and a prince for his actions of raping and murdering and uh, putting babies in ovens and all of that stuff that the uh, mainstream news media on the left are trying to make you forget. So it doesn't look like it's going to be a Merry Christmas for Hamas this year. Hamas is getting nothing for Christmas. I use Christian just to uh, make fun of them. Germany suddenly mad. I know they don't celebrate Christmas. I'm rubbing their face in it, you see. Hamas is getting nothing for Christmas. That's what us satirists do. Because <laughs> we ain't been nothing but bad. You're getting coal in your stocking. But that's carbon-based. They cut off Gaza aid. Germany's mad at us. Wah, wah. They read all the threats we made. Germany's mad at us. Wah, wah. They just announced a funding freeze. Uh-huh. No longer will they appease. No man for you. But we beg you, pretty please, don't pull the plug on us. I want a new bomb vest. Hamas is getting nothing. For Christmas, Rashida Tlaib is distraught because hating her own country is what (laughs) Rashida has been taught. There you go. I was just reminded of a of a joke um, a friend of mine named Chris Plant has told on the radio. Uh, what did the Hamas mother say to her little jihadi as he went off to uh, to battle the uh, the Jews? They blow up so quickly. Okay, I'm getting some crickets. Let's go to Dennis in Berlin. I'm presuming it's not Germany, but it could be. Dennis, welcome to the show. What's up? No, 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 no. Uh, out by the ocean. Hey, listen, you're having more fun than a human being should be allowed to have. 
I'll tell you what. You're the, the greatest uh, substitute for Rush Limbaugh who I've been listening to since 1988. You are perfect. And I didn't know these parodies came from you, but you just make it so much fun. Listen, here's what happened here. I Somehow I got a defective toilet seat. And it was the, the uh, hardware was no good on him. So I said, whoa, 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 don't throw it away, don't throw it away. i got to put somebody's picture in there. Yes. Anyway, I got the gr- great idea. I wake up at 4 in the morning with these ideas. I got a picture of Pelosi tearing up the State of the Union dress with her mouth wide open, laughing in hysterics. I got yes. a picture of Biden with his nose inside of a woman's hair. Yes. And I got Kamala Harris <laughs> holding a microphone, laughing like hell. Under I Pelosi, I put the word stupid. Next to Biden's smelling the girl's hair, I put very stupid. And next to hysterical uh, Kamala, I put super stupid. Oh, now, yeah. My wife is going to get take a picture of this. I want to send it to your email. I don't know. Maybe you want to show it on your Saturday night show, which I never. Uh, Dennis, felt. Dennis, do me a favor. I want you to hold on, and Brian will give you my email address so I get it, okay? Okay, great. Yeah, that'll be terrific. I was going right. to wonder what email I tried. I thought I had the other one I could do with it. Well, okay, I've got yeah. another one. It's it's uh, it's Carson at Newsmax.com. We've had some issues with it. Uh, I'd like to be able to really promote an email address, but uh, this one is unfortunately not working as well as I'd like it to. So you hold on there, Dennis, and, uh, and we will... Uh, one, let me ask yeah. you one question, too, about Newsmax. Maybe it's Fox, too. What, what, did he, the people that come on and talk about stuff, like, let's say, Dershowitz, I don't really want to point to him, but just comes to mind. What yeah. do they get paid, approximately? They get I, don't, paid, right? I have no idea. I have no idea. I know that I don't. I just do it because I like to do it. I have no idea. I'm sure that panelists get paid. They are on some sort of a stipend, so they won't go to other networks. I believe Dershowitz is, uh, I believe Der- Dershowitz is on his own. He's, he appears on a lot of places, so I have no clue. Yeah, I really have no idea. I really appreciate it, but I don't understand why he stays Democrat. When he's uh, all about this, uh, mad as hell at the Harvard and other colleges for what they're doing, supporting. Well, you know the thing about uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz, and I, I respect him greatly. Um, but you know, it, it's amazing how intelligent people can make incredibly stupid decisions. Uh, you know, thinking that Barack Obama, after sitting in the pews of uh, a, a radical black church that teaches uh, uh, anti-Jewish uh, screeds every no, uh, week. No, Obama I, the other night. Yeah, I know. But you know what? He went to Obama's birthday party. He was buddy with uh, And I'm like, why would you? Because yeah, when he was in power, Dershowitz, because when he was in power, Dershowitz was down with it. He was blind and deaf to yep, everything yep, yep, because he was yep. invited. He was part of the group. That was a mistake he made. Okay, okay my God. Okay, give me that uh, email address. I would love Give it to it. you on the air. You hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Brian, put him on hold and give him, my, uh, give him that special email address that we have here. <laughs> uh, all right, what else do we got here? I got a bunch of stuff I want to get to. Do I want to do that? No, I don't want to do the Oakland City Council meeting. Don't really care about it. They're much a loser. Oh, let's talk about Elon Musk. And I got to tell you, I, uh, I, uh, I love me some Elon Musk. I really do. I, I like him as a person. I do. Do we disagree on some political stuff? Oh, hell yeah, we do. But you know what? Elon Musk is the Patrick Henry of freedom of speech in 2023 uh, and 2022. He bought at great financial risk Twitter and recognized the power of Twitter and how it was being used to censor speech. He got it. He got that Twitter was this international mouthpiece for leftists, and he bought it. And he hasn't made any money on it. 
And now everybody in the world is going after him for everything, like they've done for Donald Trump. They're even trying to paint Elon Musk as an anti-Semite, like they're trying to, uh, you know, make Donald Trump into an anti-Semite. I mean, honestly, really? Uh, Really, Jerusalem? Really? Abraham, of course, really? Shut up. Honestly, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's like calling a black person a white supremacist. But that's what the left does. Elon Musk, wealthiest man in the world, owner of Twitter, lashed out at advertisers who withdrew their spending from his social network, which is what they're doing to Newsmax, which is what they're doing to any conservative outlet under pressure from the federal government, uh, under pressure from these uh, non-government agencies. It's proven. I listened to my last hour if you don't believe me. So they're going after his uh, clients, including Disney, IBM, Warner Brothers, Discovery, Sony, Comcast, NBC, Universal, Lionsgate, all of this. Because they want him to shut up and toe the party line. And here's what Elon Musk said in return. And it's beautiful. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising? Blackmail me with money? Go f- yourself. But go f- yourself. Wow. Is that clear? <laughs> I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. There you go. I love it. I love it. This has this takes cojones. There, there's a there's a certain amount of money. Maybe you've heard the expression bleep you money. When, when you can walk away from something because you have enough money to take care of yourself. And that gives you an enormous amount of power. Sometimes you have it with when you deal with, you know, you see you're buying a car. And you go into the car dealership and it's your money. And you got enough money, blah, 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 that you can tell the dealer, eh, you know, I can just get another car. It's kind of like that. Or, or maybe if uh, you're, you're working somewhere and your boss is putting unreasonable demands on you, I don't know what the hell it is, and you say, you know what, uh, believe you, I don't need to do this. And you can walk and have another job. All right? It's kind of like that. And I thought that was very amazing of Elon Musk just to say, you know what, to advertisers, believe yourself. I, I think it's fantastic. It was a giant middle finger to everybody who's trying to shut him down. I, I, I can't think of a better, a better uh, way to uh, react to that. Uh, the situation further complicated by a lawsuit filed by Twitter against Media Matters alleged a blaze, blatant smear campaign against Musk and X using manipulated research, and they are. The lawsuit, along with uh, perceived damage control moves like visiting Israel, have not moved the needle with major advertisers who have paused their spending on the platform. But I'm going to tell you, uh, they're doing everything they can to paint him as a uh, as a whatever and musk is going to sue media matters into non-existence and they should Uh, let's take a break and come back my friends this is the rob carson show Coming up out of the hour, Tony Schaefer, uh, Lieutenant Colonel of the U.S. Army, retired, uh, also the president of Project Sentinel. We're going to talk uh, a whole bunch about what's going on with Israel and uh, the United States. Now, uh, Republicans are saying that they want to see where the money we have given to, uh, to uh, the uh, Palestinian Authority, where it's gone. 
So we're going to find out some more about that. It is curious, though, that the rest of the world is recognizing that money sent to the Palestinian Authority is going to terrorists. And uh, the United States, immediately after October the 7th, wanted to rush through $100 million in aid to the Palestinian Authority and then give uh, Iran $6 billion a couple weeks before that, which was the trigger for the invasion of Israel, I believe. And then, uh, and then the trigger for all these uh, uh, astroturf protests around the world happened when the fake bombing of the hospital from Israel happened. So a lot of stuff coming down there, and the truth will come out. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Clay Higgins, Representative Clay Higgins, was on with um, Chris Salcedo on Newsmax yesterday. Salcedo's a friend of the show. He's a hell of a guy. And, uh, you know, one of the other things we've been kind of lied about is, hey, what happened on January the 6th? Why was there no damage to the interior of the building? And last night... On uh, on uh, Chris Alcedo's show, Clay Higgins says that he has evidence that the FBI was involved in it. I want to hear what uh, this is what Clay Higgins said last night with uh, Chris Alcedo uh, about what he has found out. Yeah, very similar from my perspective, sir. The, the FBI was was not only involved in the ac- actions on January 6th from within. They had, uh, I suspect, uh, over 200. Agents embedded within a crowd, including agents, or as they would call human assets. Not Asians. Agents. Just wanted, in case there were some Democrats listening. Uh, inside the Capitol, Trump dresses Trump supporters before the doors were opened. That's weird. Beyond that, the FBI had embedded themselves and infiltrated uh, online chat groups and and websites and social media accounts across the country. Listen to hour number two of the podcast for details. With any group that was discussing uh, objections to COVID oppression. Weird. And the FBI, you know, effectively infiltrated those groups. And when you track the, the text threads and the communications within those groups and find the origins of suggestions of potential violence or or an active occupation of the Capitol on January 6th, you'll, you'll find that those, those messages were led by members of the groups that ended up to be the FBI agents that had infiltrated the group. So the FBI's involvement was deep, not just on J6, but on the days and weeks and months prior. Yeah, that's why I, I've said, and, you know, I had to watch this precipitous drop, in my opinion, of the FBI. I always was taught that the FBI was... You know, uh, they, they were the, the champions of truth and justice. It turns out they're really just a political organization have been so, that way since their founding. There are some great people working for the agency, but it's been rotten at the top of the head for a very long time. Maybe it's time to cut the head off. Uh, here's something I, I just thought it was a great uh, comment from Clay Higgins on Chris Salcedo's show last night on Newsmax, just about, uh, you know, the fight we're in and how we're going to win. Conservatives, Republicans certainly stand against funding uh, the, uh, DOJ and FBI that's clearly weaponized against American people. Exactly. Uh, we, we're taking a hard look at rebuilding the whole thing. So let me say regarding Jack Smith and his request for another list of American citizens under some alleged uh, legitimate investigative effort. Yeah, on Twitter. I, I'm, I consider it a badge of honor to be on another one of Jack <laughs> Smith's lists. So I just say that his, his days are numbered. And I do too. American patriots are not going to stand idly by, good sir, uh, and and allow our, our republic to dissolve. 
we, we are prepared to fight legally and peacefully and within the parameters of the Constitution uh, with every, every ounce of our might and, and focus. Uh, the, the leftists will not take our country from us. We, we're standing strong, and I thank you for being a voice of truth and freedom. There you go. That is uh, Clay Higgins. This is very quotable. Quotable and notable, as Alex Trebek used to say on the uh, Chris Salcedo show last night. Uh, I could see him played by somebody like Hal Holbrook. I mean, honestly, Clay Higgins, just listen to him talk. He's got this matter-of-fact kind of, I don't know, man. He's just good. He, he belongs in a uh, courtroom or in a, in a, in a Congress Played by Hal Holbrook. He's he's absolutely fantastic. I love him. All right, special guest coming up to talk a little bit about uh, you know what's happening to the country, what's happening with Israel. Lieutenant uh, Colonel retired Tony Shaffer joins us next. This is the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. It is the Rob Carson Show. Um, by the way, I'm getting uh, a lot of people calling. Hey, man, I heard that, uh, you know, you, well, they're hearing the ad about uh, Omaha Steaks. And I'm really thrilled to have Omaha Steaks as a sponsor of the show because I'm from Omaha. I know, I know, it sounds kind of silly. But it, I'm, that's where I'm from. And also, I'm very familiar with uh, just, I mean, listen. When you when you grow up in the middle of the country in cattle country, right? You, you have these debates: who makes the best steaks? Where's the best steaks? It's ca- it's grass fed, it's grain fed, it's Texas, it's whatever the heck I'm gonna. But Omaha steaks is they're just phenomenal. They're just phenomenal. I just want to tell you real quick: go to omahasteaks.com. Uh, you just it's fifty percent off everything site wide. What? Yeah, fifty percent off. And then when you go to checkout, use promo code Carson. Another 30 bucks off. So uh, I just got a box the other day with some filets, some burgers, some of these wonderful little apple turnovers. Uh, and, and they've got a bunch of things. If you don't like steak, you do chicken, they do pork. It's all premium. It's amazing. OmahaSteaks.com. 50% off site-wide. Kaboom. 30 bucks off when you use, use my name, Carson. So do, do it if you're planning on doing something and sending. You know, get your, you know, I know. I, I, I send a lot of little things to people who support me. You know, my, my boss, uh, you know, my producer, you know, uh, relatives and whatnot. Uh, you know, way down on the list, the relatives. Just kidding. Uh, but anyway, it's a, it's a real easy way to do it. And now you're going to save a ton of money. So uh, special guest on the Newsmax Hotline. Let's talk a little bit about Israel and other stuff. Lieutenant uh, Colonel of the U.S. Army. He is retired. A president of Project Sentinel. His name is Tony Schaefer. And, sir, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. How are you? Hey, Rob. Great to be on. Thanks for having me. All right, my friend. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's going on uh, in uh, in Israel. It looks like some countries like Germany are saying no to aid they think will ultimately end in Hamas's hands. Uh, there is also the possibility uh, the uh, Trump administration alumni, American First uh, Legal Counsel, uh, representing Ronnie Jackson. They've got a, a court order to disclose how our tax money is funding Hamas. Uh, what do you have to say about not only Hamas, where our money's going, but also what's going on uh, in, uh, in Gaza right now? I think the Germans are going in the right direction. Uh, within the last week, you had a hearing in which uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Tony Blinken, was asked directly by a member of Congress during sworn testimony, do you, Mr. Secretary, know if any of our funding is going to support Hamas and its terrorist efforts? And he refused to answer. He basically said, well, we'll get back to you. Rob, the answer is they know. They know that the money that they've sent, the aid they've sent, that, that, that is the United States, has ended up actually funding and supporting Hamas's terrorist actions. 
uh, my judgment is, and I said this the other night on with uh, Ed, Ed Henry on his program, the briefing on, on Newsmax, that I believe the Biden administration is attempting to essentially level the playing field in favor of Hamas. And so the more you see this lackluster response, or I'll get back to you on that, or lack of concern regarding the fact that American hostages, despite our investments, are not some of the first ones being returned or something that we should all be paying attention to. And so the, the basic premise is, of, you know, should, should we be supporting anything regarding humanitarian, uh, humanitarian efforts? I'm not saying we shouldn't support uh, innocent people. I'm saying that if you give it to Hamas, the chances are very good that they will not end up in the, in the hands of innocent people. It'll be used for uh, supporting their terrorist activities and continued work to undermine the Israeli effort to remove them from, uh, from the Gaza Strip. Um, I, I want to ask you this, uh, since sure. you are a, uh, a lieutenant colonel, and uh, I said that the $6 billion that the uh, Biden administration freed up for Iran was the trigger for Hamas to do the attack. Uh, I said that this ever, this is this, uh, uh, what I would consider to be astroturf, anti-Semite bullcrap that's happening around the world, which is, I, I am now understanding, uh, sounds like it's coming directly from the CCP. I said it yeah. was bullcrap, and then it was triggered by the fake uh, bombing of the hospital. It was already planned and prepared. They were looking for a trigger, uh, just like they did with George Floyd, just like they did with Trayvon Martin, just like they always do. They have these false triggers that uh, set in motion a plan that is already under underway. Uh, what do you think about that, and who do you think is involved? So I think the actual event which set things in motion was the withdrawal from Afghanistan, because I think as the uh, Iranians recognized you had a completely feckless uh, group of leadership who are more apt to more apt to act on domestic issues than than understand the consequences of a bad decision regarding foreign affairs. So the, and so I think that's what set the the clock in motion. The the triggering event could well be what you said. The six billion dollars, like yeah, they're really that bad, and and that's what that I think gave the final green light. The other thing that people aren't talking about, Rob, is the fact is where is that six billion dollars going? Some of that money is actually going to another uh, 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 country that is currently now becoming more aggressive, called North Korea. Oh, yeah. the, 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 the Iranians did not stop their nuclear research. They outsourced it. They gave it to UN and North Korea so they can continue to develop two things which are necessary to having a credible nuclear program. Nuclear weapons, obviously, got to have the nukes. So, hey, why not pay our friends in North Korea to develop and, and have the, the, the blueprints ready for ours when we're ready to build them. And, of course, delivery systems, rockets. And little rocket man, UN, has been testing these things. So where does that money they're, they're a poor country. So the money comes from us via the Iranians to the North Koreans. We're actually funding our adversaries, Rob, across the board. I know, and it's, uh, I got to tell you, I, I don't understand it. The only thing I can think of is that we are infiltrated. Our country is infiltrated. Yeah. We have the enemy within. It's very clear. Uh, the, the President of the United States uh, never held uh, China accountable for the death and destruction of our country, economy, our children, our businesses. Uh, invited him to come to, uh, to San Francisco where they cleaned up the town just like Castro used to do to Havana when, uh, when the Soviet dignitaries would come and they waved communist flags 
flags. You had the uh, balloon fly over the country, which to me was not the beginning of something. It was the exclamation point on the to the entire world that China was here and here to stay. And right. uh, and I think this is uh, I think this is troubling. I think uh, uh, and and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm certainly not a military uh, person, but I believe uh, if Donald Trump comes back in office, and I hope he does, that we are going to have to establish a coalition of, of like-minded nations to end radical Islam on the face of the planet. Because we can do it while they don't have nukes. But they're going to get nukes, and things are going to get a lot bigger and a lot uglier. I'm glad you framed it that way, because it's interesting that the moment, because there's going to be an Arab nuclear arms, basically an Islamic nuclear arms race, the Saudi Arabians have already paid for their nukes. They're sitting in a warehouse in Ruapendi in Pakistan. And they've, had, they've already purchased Chinese missiles they can mount them to. So the, the Saudis are ready to go. They're just waiting to see if the, if the Persians, if the, the, the uh, Shia, because they're Sunni, the Shia, yeah. if they get it, they're, and then they're going to arm up. So you're right. I, I appreciate the way you framed it. But, yes, Trump, President Trump understood it. That's what the Abraham Accords were all about. It was a, 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 an effort to create a condominium of interlocking security where these Arab nations are invested in working through this and creating positive conditions for economic and uh, civil discourse and development. It was working. But the Biden administration has no interest in continuing that because, first off, it didn't invent it. Secondly, they have seemed to want to side with the the uh, the Iranians over our Arab allies, which is obviously continuing to create all sorts of havoc within the Middle East. Well, you know, I'm in my 50s, but I remember the first uh, Iranian uh, hostage crisis and uh, keeping Americans. And we've been doing this for 44 years, and honestly, I'm sick of it. I think it's about time we wiped radical Islam off the face of the earth. I'm absolutely 1,000% serious. Let's talk about what's going on with Ukraine. I find it kind of interesting that the uh, Democrats are screaming that we would attach some some strings to Ukraine aid, like sealing the southern border, but have no problem with attaching strings to Israel for their aid, even though Israel has been a, a, the, the greatest ally of the United States for as long as they've been in existence. And yet the, the Democrats are wanting strings on that money but no strings to Ukraine money. Uh, what does that say to you? I just want your your opinion. I have my thoughts, but go ahead. Well, they, there's a lot of issues that have not been unva- come, come, come become, I think, fully investigated regarding Ukraine. Uh, there's been, I think, a number of uh, things relating to kickbacks. Remember, most of the money we're spending in Ukraine is being spent in Washington, D.C. with defense contractors. So I'm always skeptical. As a military guy, knowing how the process works, where that money goes and why we don't audit it more closely. Remember, the Pentagon has yet to pass a single audit. So, you know, you've got the combination of the Pentagon not passing audits. You've got the Ukrainians and, and the funding not being audited. There's something really wrong with that. And yet somehow we're the bad guys because we say, hey, there ought to be accountability for this because, gee, before the war started, Ukraine was universally recognized as the most corrupt uh, country in Europe besides Russia. So yeah. now, now they're the good guys. So there's something fundamentally wrong with that. And I got to, you know, always, uh, the one thing to always do, follow the money. So that's the one thing. Yeah, and also, check on where it's all going. 
there there was an attempt to uh, make America uh, suddenly uh, rah rah behind Ukraine. They had uh, Nancy Pelosi. They allowed uh, Zelensky to come in dressed like a cocaine dealer from from Colombia, uh, wearing a jumpsuit and a gold chain like a moron, and put a flag up in our. You know, and they tried to get us all rah rah on board with uh, with Ukraine, uh, the Ukrainian colors. There was a bridge near our house that had Ukrainian colors. That all went away. That all went away because I think people see through it, right? I, look, I think anybody who still has a Ukrainian flag in their ex-bio is a moron, to say be honest. <laughs> Did you not see the fad move on? Come on, get with the program. No, like those people who still have Sanders stickers on their Priuses. That's right. No, it's insane. No, it's insane. And, and so, no, the, the big thing now is Hamas. And this is what I find ironic, Rob, is like if you actually study Hamas's philosophy and, 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 and structure – they would murder the very people that are trying to promote them in the United States. Yeah, College I know. Gays and lesbians. You, you can't be gay or lesbian. They will put you to death. Oh, by the way, people tend to forget that they run things by Sharia law, which means you can actually rape your wife if you want. I mean, this, this is what they're supporting. And yet yeah. this is now what the left's moved on to. We've, we've abandoned Ukraine. Now we're with Hamas. And it's yeah. just like, really? <laughs> okay. You know, and it's interesting. It's interesting because I'll hear, like, like for instance, yesterday at the or the day before yesterday at the Oakland City Council meeting. Here, listen to this. These are a bunch of these morons who came out of the Oakland City Council meeting to say that uh, uh, Hamas didn't attack Israel. Listen. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. Now, I have said, and, and you listen, they're all young women who are most predisposed to social contagion. Uh, yeah. you know, and there's a history of this. It started with the Salem yeah. witch trials. It did. It did. And then it moved on to, oh, you can become a boy when you're a girl. And it keeps going and going and going. And, and I think that this, 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 um, what I would call this self-loathing liberal, where you would say, I will, I want to side with a brutal a group of radical Islamists who would, who would rape me, murder me, my children. I think it's the same kind of, you know, you've heard of uh, the syndrome where you, uh, if you're a captor, you suddenly uh, relate to your, what oh, is it, Stockholm? Stockholm. Yeah, this, is, right. but this is different. This is the syndrome where insane women fall in love with men on death row. That's what yeah. this is. So they fall in love with Charlie Manson because they have this thing, I guess, this this Jesus complex that they can come in and they can make him better. You know, it might work with me. I mean, I changed my hair and my shoes and, and got rid of my furniture, but I'm not going to, you know, stop being a mad killer. You know, I just think it's ridiculous. No, I see. Look, I see it on, on, on my feet on X, you know, where you have people who have fundamentally lack self-esteem and are, are insecure. And do you want to see it sometimes? Rob, they call my, and I'm, we're making fun of them. It's like, how do you not get we're making fun of you? Do you know, how do you lack, you need attention so badly, you, I know. you lack self-esteem and, and, and like actually come and be made fun of. But that, just... that's how oblivious these people are. They've lost track with what is real. They live in a bubble, and that, that bubble protects them, and, and it, it gives them the power to speak the nonsense they do. The facts mean nothing to them. And again, they, they would sooner go be nice to terrorists who would cut their head off rather than try to learn the fact that maybe maybe they were deceived growing up and their education isn't worth the money they paid for. Yeah, and this is why I say those people are speed bumps on our road to victory. Uh, Tony Schaefer, I really appreciate you joining me today. Sure, it's Rob. been a real, a real joy uh, talking to you. Where can people find you on social media, sir? 
I'm T Spooky on uh, on X. Uh, people check me out okay. there. And then, and now uh, it's T. Hold on, hold on. Got to slow down. T Spooky. Yeah, T underscore uh, S. Just underscore next to each letter. T Spooky. Tony Schaefer. You can send me on okay. there. And then ob- obviously I do a lot of you know with the Newsmax. I'll be on. Uh, uh, several shows coming up over the weekend where I'll be talking about the very stuff we're talking about. Oh, I've seen you on there, my friend. I appreciate it. Have a glorious uh, weekend and a, and a great Christmas season if I don't talk to you. This is The Rob Carson Show. There you go, a little uh, Rage Against the Machine. Always good, always good. I always like my uh, rage when I uh, when I go to the gym. When I go to the gym, feeling good at the gym these days, uh, and and doing my level best not to gain a hundred pounds over the holidays, which I, I've been pretty good about doing that. I you know, about four months ago, I started. I stopped eating processed food, dropped a bunch of weight, and uh, feel very good about it. It wasn't hard this time. I didn't have to go to keto, or quito, or whatever the hell you know. You got all these diets now. I can't eat bread. Well, I hate to tell you this. There was a guy named Jesus Christ who used to live uh, 2,000 years ago, and he pretty much just ate bread, uh, ate fish, and drank wine. So honestly, I I don't think Jesus would want you to stop uh, eating bread because you needed to drop some weight. (laughs) Caveman diet. All these keto, gluten-free, and all that crap. You know what? Uh, There's no such thing. Listen. I don't want to be preachy about food. Trust me, I, I have been on a yo-yo diet most of my life. I, I have been on a yo-yo diet so long that uh, I'm doing tricks now, like uh, walk the dog, uh, you know, uh, what, the, the butterfly, all of this. I mean, I can yo-yo better than, uh, than Oprah Winfrey, all right? and I've seen them all. I've seen them all. You know what the secret to waste, weight loss is? Are you ready? You better sit down for this. Eat less. Ta-da! Yay! But I've got a slow metabolism. Oh, no, you don't. I know we do. Listen, I, it, every time I eat anything, I look at your ranch dressing and I can't button my pants. But honestly, the, the only food that's bad is the fake stuff. Like uh, country crock. It's fake. It's crock. A cool Whip. There's nothing food about Cool Whip. I hate to tell you. know, I know. I used to be the guy who would go to the free fridge and the, as a kid and eat it like ice cream. There's no food in it. It's, it's a chemical. Just eat some food. <laughs> there you go. How about that? Just eat some damn food. I don't have any time for it, honestly. I don't have any. Uh, looks like um, Governor uh, Ned Lamont uh, in Connecticut has decided to withdraw regulations phasing out new gas car sales because nobody wants stinking EVs because they're for posers. Isn't that weird? Yeah, apparently he was going to get uh, beaten by uh, the legislature in uh, the General Assembly uh, when they were suggesting that they... Um, Uh, do this idiotic thing where they get rid of all uh, gas-powered vehicles and phase out for electric vehicles. But nobody wants electric vehicles because they're awful. And I'm going to tell you about electric vehicles, and and this is one of the reasons, you know, when I had to sell cars, I learned electric vehicles were the original vehicle before the internal combustion engine. They were were horseless carriages that were electric, and they discovered the turn of last century that they were crap. Because the uh, batteries don't perform. The battery is nothing. The battery is not a motor. It is just a storage unit for energy created by fossil fuels. Okay? So that's all it is. So when your battery's done, you ain't going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Gasoline tank, you can just fill it up, and the engine is, is that. The engine is there. But your electric motor won't 
operate unless it has fossil fuel provided by a power plant. Unless you somehow be live near a nuke plant, then you know obviously there's that. But uh, or, or you know near a hydro uh, a hydroelectric, most of the stuff is from uh, is from uh, uh, fossil fuels. And by the way, I am nothing against electric vehicles if it's a commuter vehicle or if it's a, a golf cart. But uh, hybrid is the way to go. That's just it. If I could do a hybrid Bronco like I have on the front, I would rather have something that gets more than 16 miles a gallon. Because a, a hybrid has two electric motors in some of them, one gas motor. When the gas motor is not being used, the electric kicks in. That's why you get higher mileage in the city. That's why it makes sense. So I would encourage you, if you want to save gas, get a hybrid, get a plug-in hybrid. But uh, EVs are never going to take off. That's just the way it is. It's a faulty model, not driven out of business by fossil fuel. It just was never going to work. And the Biden administration is going to find that out 100 years later. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, check out my social media if you'd like to see the performance I did in Baltimore with Jim Gossett on stage. All of my social media at Rob Carson Show. God bless you, America, Israel. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, woohoo! Don't catch the stupid. See ya. We know you love Newsmax and watch it all the time. But just recently, Newsmax had to stop their free stream on apps. You may be missing Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Susteren, Greg Kelly, and a lot more. So they launched Newsmax Plus, and more than 150,000 people have already signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV. And with Newsmax Plus, you get N2, their streaming channel, plus documentaries, movies, specials, and more. Newsmax Plus just launched actor John Voight's new series on Israel. And Newsmax Plus even has the best Donald Trump shows ever. So get Newsmax Plus today. It won't cost you anything to start. Just go to NewsmaxPlus.com for your free trial. There's no risk. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Try it for free today.